It is on like Donkey Kong. High Limit appears to have taken a big step towards setting off a major power struggle in sprint car racing, and we've got the details today. Let's go. It's Thursday, September 28th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I was all set to do a bunch of late model stuff today. I've got some purse numbers that I was working on, but after this morning's breaking news, we'll save that stuff and maybe do a bonus Friday Daily Show. If you missed it, Jeremy Elliott dropped news this morning at SprintCarUnlimited.com that Word of Outlaws race director Mike Hess is no longer an employee of World Racing Group. His employment status with the company suddenly changed on Wednesday. Heading into this weekend's National Open at Williams Grove, past race director Don Graby will slide back into that seat and be in charge under series director Carlton Reimers. Hess had been the race director leading driver's meetings and the voice on the race monitor since 2015. Actually, Graby left to go take the all-star job and Hess was in. Mike's a guy I call a friend. We interviewed him on Open Red when I worked at World Racing Group and we did a neat episode where I recorded all of the driver radio audio for a night at World Finals where he was featured fairly prominently. I would recommend go checking that out if you would like to know what it sounds like on the driver uh, radio. He's really good at what he does and maybe the best in the business right now. And this is some measure of a loss for the world of outlaws. It's not a loss they can't absorb, but even with Graby's experience, he'll need some time to readjust back into that role. So the question is, why is Hess out? Well, back on Tuesday night at Lernerville, Mike was in the chair calling things for the high limit series. There are photos of him uh, in the booth floating around, and his voice can be heard on the driver radio in a video posted to Twitter from the other night. I started to get messages about this early yesterday, and it was only a matter of time before it became public knowledge. I'm just speculating here, but you have to think that the Outlaws race director showing up and running things for what is quickly becoming a rival series probably didn't go over well with WRG management. Jeremy Story says that at this moment, Mike Hess is not a full-time employee of the High Limit series, but you have to think that will probably change soon. Officiating is something High Limit has needed to shore up all season, and this gives Mike three opportunities to put things in place of what could very likely be a much larger role for 2024. He called Lernerville and Bridgeport and Lincoln Park, uh, or he, he called Lernerville and Bridgeport and Lincoln Park are still to come this season. If I was a betting man, I'd say that Hess will be at those races in a High Limit shirt. Pulling back a bit to see the larger picture, if you were going to start a big-time national sprint car series at this moment, you'd want a guy like Mike Hess in charge. He was a successful racer in his own right. I believe he still holds the Eldora Speedway track record in a midget. Uh, he's been in this spot as race director for a long time. All the drivers know him. He has respect. Just this morning, you saw Lance DeWeese tweeting about how good of a race director he is. He would bring immediate credibility to high limit, and I would go out on a limb and say that Brad Sweet has probably been using his time on the road this season to make this deal happen. I also think this appears to be a pretty clear indication that high limit is set to ramp up well beyond a 12-race midweek series for 2024. To this point, they've used a cobbled-together group of officials at each event, including some from USAC, and grabbing a guy like Hess starts to solve some of those infrastructure problems I talked about on yesterday's show. We talked yesterday about whether or not the All-Stars uh, make sense for the High Limit uh, series to acquire, and that's still on the table. So in the past year, we've seen the High Limit group snag the Outlaws PR guy and Brian Walker, and we're potentially heading towards a hire of their race director as well. Publicly, Brad Sweet has been non-committal very recently here about what is to come for High Limit next year, what their schedule could look like, races, all of that. 
But I don't see why you bring in a guy like Hess for a part-time series. Hess showing up at Lernerville for High Limit was obviously not going to go unnoticed, and this just might be the first public aggression in what is to become a serious tug-of-war over the future of sprint car racing in this country. Brad Sweet, Kyle Larson, Flow Racing on one side, and the World of Outlaws owned by World Racing Group with Dirt Vision on the other. Throw down those lawn chairs, get the popcorn hot, get the drinks iced down. We are all about to be in for a showdown. Couple of other things for you today. Bobby Pierce went back to back last night with the Flow Racing Series late models. He's won a, uh, he won a few weeks ago at Fairbury and then backed it up last night at Tyler County. He led all 50 laps, uh, top championship rival Hudson O'Neill and Tim McCready. It was a pretty wild night from start to finish. The first heat race uh, had a, a mess between Ricky Thornton Jr. and Tim McCready with them tangling early on while battling for the lead. And then their Longhorn on Longhorn crime continued even after the caution uh, into the next restart. We also had some fireworks between Logan Robertson and Dalton Wilson in Heat 3, and then we had Shane hit barrel rolling his late model during the feature. Plenty of bent metal and bent tempers by the time the night was over. Looking ahead, the national dirt late model scene is split this weekend. You got Lucas in Ohio and Pennsylvania as they get set to decide that final championship four. And the World of Outlaws late models are back after several weeks off with two nights set for Atomic Speedway. 10 races are left for the Outlaws, and Pierce seems to be on his way to his first series title. At Indy last night, the Stoops Pursuit event for the USAC National Midgets was rained out. They tried for a little while to get it in, but eventually had to cancel. The BC39 continues tonight with the first of two split field prelim nights. Hopefully the weather will play nice uh, the next three days so we can see some fun racing inside the big track. You're going to get split field prelim tonight, uh, split field prelim tonight, split field prelim Friday, and then uh, everybody comes back together for the big show on Saturday. Uh, this one is live on Flow tonight uh, and is one of several options you have for viewing on this Thursday. You can stop by dirttracker.com slash watch tonight to see the full streaming schedule for today. Another late model event to pay attention to this weekend is the Hunt the Front series down at the Talladega Short Track. They've got just a few nights left to decide the championship, and Josh Putnam and Will Harrington are trying to track down Joseph Joyner for that first ever series title. I think Putnam's only four points back right now of Joyner. The event uh, at Talladega is paying $5,000 to win Friday and $9,700 to win on Saturday for the Supers. The event also includes Crate Race and USA 604 late models. And if you aren't aware, this is happening in conjunction with the NASCAR Cup Series weekend at the big track at Talladega. Uh, the big track at Talladega and the Talladega short track right across the highway from each other. You could literally walk from one to the other. And it sounds like there may be a uh, NASCAR driver or two who crosses the street to trade that pavement for a dirt late model. After this weekend, two October dates at Swainsboro are all that's left for the Hunt the Front Championship season. They do have a couple of other events they're sanctioning, but they are not a part of the championship. You can find more uh, series details for Hunt the Front at htfseries.com. All right, that's it for the show today. There's a very good chance I'll throw in a bonus Friday episode with all of the stuff I was working on this morning, so stay tuned for that tomorrow. And there's obviously no other, there's, there's no lack of other things to talk about here at this moment. Hope you guys have a great Thursday out there. We'll probably see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>